Welcome back to another episode of 343. My name is AF and once again, I am joined by Mr. Jason Ronnie, Mubin Ahmed and Riaz Parker. You guys good? How's it going? Good, we're good, man. How yeah, are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. All good in the hood. Glad up, to be back. Up about the victory over the weekend, I presume. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> Yo, both of you guys actually that that's actually the first time that I think United and Spurs, you know, both very it's, good. It's a rare, it's a rare, man. It's like, really like it's, it doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah. At all, if at all, ever nowadays. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the the sad part about it, because now you gotta wonder what's what's in store <laughs> in the next game week. What's so. next? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, luckily, doesn't need to worry for too long. You'll see tomorrow whether it was a flash in the pan or if it's something steady. It's always a flash in the pan. It's City. We always beat City, so it's nothing new, you know. <laughs> That's actually very true. Yo, that's on his body. It's gone. Anytime he plays first. It's so odd. It's the only team we can consistently beat. It's weird. And we'll lose well, Southampton, but we'll At least it's entertaining football. Yeah. So, yeah. Nah, yeah, was, but I think what, what makes it worse is that this time around it was the guy that he was trying to get into the mm. into Manchester City that scored the double and that scored the winner. What, right audition, no, no. what a proper audition for the club you want to sign for, Pio. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all about the tactics at the end of the day. The manager got the tactics right, so he used mm. it's different. I don't know. Um, I, of course, he would have scored goals either way, but uh, he played yeah. well in the system, so system one. Yeah, man. Oh, let's let's get this show started then. So, yeah, I mean, a, a few episodes ago, we chatted about the top three, like this being Manchester City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. Um, and as the as the weeks went on, it seemed like City was running away with the title. And this past weekend, uh, Spurs decided to throw a bit of a spanner in the works. Eddie Kane scoring that late winner. Um, in the 95th minute, uh, but yeah, it was a proper goal and a proper game, and it's like it end to end, and it was entertaining. I don't think as as a neutral you you couldn't be complaining. Pep Guardiola didn't really like wh- what he saw there at the end. I, I saw him like complaining to one of his assistants, like scolding him out. I don't know what that was about. Um, I'm sure it will come out sometime. But yeah, Mubin, um what do you think City's mindset is going to be? going forward into the, into the final months of the season? Yeah, look, I think uh, Pep is an experienced campaigner in the Premier League now. I mean, he's he showed his still over the past four or five seasons. And uh, he's got a capable squad. I mean, majority of the squad that, that's currently there have won a title, titles under him. Um, with regards to the Premier League. So I don't think this is uncharted territory for Pep and the squad. Um, it is closer than than what I thought it, it would be, you know, looking back maybe three, four, five weeks ago when, when the gap was around 13 points or something like that. So uh, Liverpool obviously uh, pushing hard and, and getting results and, and, you know, chipping away at that at the deficit. But... It's going to be a close race. We've seen it to a city before where you know they have stumbled. 
But uh, in my humble opinion, I think they have enough in the tank. Uh, Bar United, they've got one of the, the better squads in the in the league. And I say Bar United because even though United have a, a biggish squad, they they just nowhere near to where they need to be. But uh, because of, of City squad, I think that might just get them over the line. And, and like I alluded to earlier, that Pep is an experienced campaigner and he knows what needs to be done to, to win that title. But in the same breath, He's won quite a few, and I think he wants the Champions League. Um, so I'm not sure if he'll focus more of his attention and more of, of the squad to, to you know, giving getting a Champions League run. But that's the one thing that's eluded him at at City thus far, and I think he would want he would want to get it this season. Yeah, no, I. I agree, but um, actually I agree to a certain extent because I think Pep is just he's a serial winner. He's going to want to win everything that's put in front of him. Um, you, you saw how happy he kept on being winning the League Cup year after year after year, and it just it basically became associated with him and his team that um, the League Cup is a, a sort of a Manchester City Cup uh, over the last few years. Um, and you could see he was visibly disappointed when they they ended up being knocked out of, of the cup. Um, so I think the the Premier League as well. Like he's he has been dominant in the Premier League for the last few years, and he's he's not going to want to lose uh, any ground on that. Um, he's still going to want to uh, develop or um, take Manchester City to that point of like chilling with the big boys uh, in like. Premier League titles in the double digits. Um, so, yeah, but like, yeah, definitely he still wants the Champions League, but I don't think that's going to put him off um, on the Premier League front. I think he's still going to want it really bad and he's going to make, um, or Liverpool will probably make, uh, uh, make it tougher for him. Um, yeah, you guys have any input on that? Yeah, man. Uh, look, it's it's interesting because I think losing the Champions League final last season in the fashion that they did, um, I think Pep almost psyched himself out, playing a very different team that he would normally play in that final. And I think Tuchel got all the tactics right. Um, I think City, with their history not being as um, extensive as all of the other top four clubs, you know, uh, he's, he's obviously wanting to add, like you said, more of those Premier League titles, more of them in. But if there's ever a squad, I think, that can do both the Champions League and have a good quality run, as well as having good quality Premier League run, I think it has to be Man City. Because take out Bernardo, throw in Marius. Take out Foden, throw in Jack Grealish. Okay, Jack Grealish may be off the field. Things are, like, happening for him. But, yeah, it's, he's, he's got a squad, obviously. He's, he's assembled over quite a few years now that they can compete on both fronts. And... Yeah, I mean, if he's going to have to sacrifice FA Cup, I, I think he's okay with that. And get the Premier League, Champions League, potentially get that as a double. That's that's magic stuff. And I think he further cements himself as one of the greatest, if not the greatest manager of modern time. Yeah, so it's 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 interesting. It definitely will be interesting these last few weeks. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point there, actually, about the squad depth and the fact that they can challenge, actually, on, on both fronts. And they can challenge very strongly. Like on both fronts. Um, so I guess that just put 
the put it all on Liverpool, I suppose, because even though City now have dropped points and whatever the case may be, um, you, it's still difficult to see where the next time they're going to drop points. Where's the next time they're going to drop points? Because they have such a high standard for themselves every week and how they play every week. Um, it's just, it's it's unbelievable. So um, while Liverpool also on current current form, like they also playing very well, uh, title race is kind of back open, I guess. But yeah, the, the Champions League, I think, is what Pep really, really wants. Like really, really wants. But in, in saying that, like Jason said, he has the, the squad to do both. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, interesting, man. Um, but Jason, how much motivation does the result this past weekend against Spurs uh, give Liverpool? Yeah, look, it's, it's obviously there, there was a stage where I think Nikita was on and she had mentioned that she felt it's completely done. And whilst I agreed with her at the time, I, I think maybe on, on reflection, you, you actually realise that it's, it's never really done. And yeah, some, some people say that it's all for the spectacle, you know, certain decisions go certain ways and stuff just to make it exciting. But I think Liverpool have done really well. Um, out of their last six games, one five, drew one, I think it was against Chelsea, maybe it was a 2-2 game. Um, I've, I've picked up gradual points. I think Liverpool, are most of the fans want that season where they won the league so emphatically. And what you have to understand is these last three seasons, they've been playing at such an extremely high level that it was, I think it would be virtually impossible to continue in that fashion. So whilst they are winning, it's not up to the standards that Liverpool fans had for these last few seasons, maybe, maybe two seasons or so. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's really open. I think City have Man United on the 6th of March, which is an interesting game. Um, Liverpool then go to... City on, I think it's like, I think it's game week 32, maybe it's early April, which mixed in with international break, mixing with Champions League might be an interesting game, but if Liverpool are able to win their catch-up game, which is, I think it's coming in game week 29, then it's Thursday. like perfect. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. No, Wait. Thursday. No, 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 Liverpool's not playing Thursday, man. Yeah? No, they're playing oh. Wednesday, I think it's Leeds. Yeah, okay. Wednesday night. Sorry. Wednesday night, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But then they've, they've got... And I, I, I know that because I double. double Captain Salah, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> okay yeah. I, I actually skipped that this week. Surprise, <laughs> surprise. But anyway, um, yeah, if if they win it, then it just comes within three points. And then suddenly, if both teams continue on that trajectory, come that 9th April fixture, it's, it's going to be mad, actually. <laughs> it's like 100%. That's literally... I, I think that's the swing that either club needs. So, yeah, man, it's, I don't think Liverpool needed that result to be motivated, but I think that result gave them that extra motivation, if, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, it's once again going to be very interesting. I mean, yeah, it's just two horse races are so much better than one horse race. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, definitely. But like going back to, to the month of January, I think a lot of people thought that Liverpool will end up, um, how can I say, taking their foot off the off the gas a bit with no money and no salary. But it just shows you how good uh, a squad uh, Klopp has, has so, sort of formed um, that like without two of the main guns, they still managed to get the results that they needed to to um, take their, their league, league position further. So uh, I think that speaks volumes about the, the type of um, manager that Jürgen Klopp is as well. It's like a never-say-die approach. Um, always, yeah. Uh, I think it's the mentality. Yeah, that 
the, yeah. the mentality that he has in the squad in, in, in total, like they, you can see it, it comes through even if they play without the defense. So the, the experienced ones in the Anderson and those people, they all step up to the plate. And that's what, yeah, like you said, is instilled in them from the beginning. Yeah, and, yeah, and, like, and the guys, sorry, the guys coming through aren't they, they academy players or, you know, guys just breaking into the first team uh, frame. So that's also quite, you know, nice and, and interesting um, to see at Liverpool this season. Yeah, and they, they, they got some, some good guys coming through with that. Harvey Elliott definitely is he's going to be a, a quality baller in the future. I mean, he's showing it now already. Uh, he can basically wrap shoulders with with the big players uh, whenever they play, um, and yeah, like as you can see, like even though Liverpool are grinding at these results, they are in a form of how can I say soft rebuilding um, because there are players that are currently being phased out of the club. I don't think James Milner is going to stay there um, past past the end of the season. So I think um, they're already looking at people like Harvey Elliott will probably be somebody to take his spot in the middle of the park. Um, so there the is this sort of uh, uh, rebuilding um, approach happening. And uh, like Luis Diaz is uh, exhibit A uh, when it comes to that, because Klopp knows that nothing lasts forever. Um, the rebuild has to happen. And he, he knows what, what, he, what, he's, what he wants his team to look like in the next three to four years. Um, but yeah, um, going on to the rest of the of the log or the, the rest of the league, um, it leaves spots three and four up for grabs. It, it seems so. It seems um, teams like Chelsea, Manchester United, Spurs, Arsenal, even Wolves. Wolves have been bowling the past couple of weeks, um, but they'll all be be gunning for those two spots. Uh, and the competition in the Premier League just went through the roof uh, with regards to this. Uh, but yeah, how how would you assess what those teams need to do? Um, Riaz, do, do you have do you have any idea what they might be thinking, what they could be thinking? I, I think the key for all the teams, if they wanna, or, well, the teams that are at one to three, third in the fourth spot. I think third at the moment is a bit um, too far for anyone to reach. I think Chelsea's got that sorted out. Um, the fourth spot, I think, is open, and that's like between four or five teams, I think, five teams, which is crazy. I mean, normally it's, there's, there's three maybe, or well, three between, or four between the third and the fourth spot. Here Now we have five teams between four one spot, um, which is crazy to, to, to think. Wolves are in there, West Ham is in there as well, which are surprises. Um, surprises, I say. But um, I think still, it's, I think consistency is going to be the, what, what's, what's going to set them apart. What's going to set all the teams apart? Um, whoever can string a round of games together, um, at least don't lose, is going to be super, super important. Um, Spurs have lost twice already. Before, since it's been spoken about, Spurs have lost twice. Um, so obviously, we, we're going to be struggling um, already off the bat. We are the bottom of all the five teams that are vying for this position. Wolves are above us, West Ham are above us, and United. Um, you guys have three games in hand, though. Arsenal as well. Two. Oh, yes. Sorry about that, Jason. I'm sorry. I know it pains you to say that team's name. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> I love I'm just messing with you, yeah. Um, but actually, I think that Arsenal, between Arsenal and United, whoever can sing the most, the most number of, uh, or the least number of losses together, I think will end up taking that full spot. 
Um, and together with that, it's the, it's the squad, right? So like we said earlier, the, the squad that United have the, and the squad that Arsenal have, have now, not like, or that, that is building now. Um, I think that they are a bit further along in their building process than, than we are, um, which is a bit unfortunate, but we, we'll get there eventually. Um, Wolves have an amazing defense, like, well, recently in this season. I think they're the second best defense in the league, um, which is crazy because um, they, Nuno left and nobody knew what they were going to do this season. Um, so that's really cool. And yeah, I think overall, the consistency is key. And I think United will take it to the spot at the end of the day. I don't know, man, because I'm looking at the log right now. United have played 26 games already. Um, Chelsea still, Chelsea and Liverpool both have a game in hand, but that, that's, that doesn't make any difference to the top, uh, top four right now. Um, but Arsenal have three games in hand. Spurs have three games in hand. I think those those are are like really huge points because if uh, I don't know does uh, is there a North London derby coming up? I'm, I'm not sure about that. But like if there is, then at some point that yeah yeah, that, yeah. that throws a nice fan in the works. But other than that, like if both of them win those three games in hand, that's basically top four. I think that will be top four gone for United. Two of those three games that we have in hand. Um, one is United and one is Arsenal, so that's going to be a bit of a big uh, situation for us. Yeah, so yeah, those ones always swing nicely, man. Where there's teams that are competing, so it's like United, Spurs, Arsenal all competing, and you send the two games. That's that's going to be mad. Sorry, Mabin. As you were, no, no, no. To... I was I was going to say that I think you and I are on the same page when it comes to game games in hand, and mm-hmm. we'd rather much rather have points than have games in hand. Because um, we we all know this league unpredictable, anything can happen, and games in hand and mean nothing. You could lose the game, you could lose two out of the three games. Um, yeah, so I think you know the clubs much would much rather have have the points than be sitting with three games in hand right now. Yeah, that's just my take on it. But I also I also. Yeah, I also agree with Riaz, and, and uh, I think that the 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 teams that are going to string results together, or or a team that's going to string the results together, would end up taking that fourth position. And no team thus far, from four down to eight or nine, have been doing that consistently. Um, it's it's win a game, draw two, lose one, draw another two, win a game. So, um, yeah, that's going to have to change. Yeah, with with regards to to United though, like uh, I'm I'm just speaking like from uh, a fan's point of view, is that like I feel like there was a point where we had top four basically in our grasp, like with like the games in hand and everything. We played our games in hand, but so many draws, those three draws in a row, like just like messed things up a lot for Manchester United and. I think come the end of the season they're going to be doing those those three three consecutive uh, games. Um, other than that, like uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm just going to predict that it's going to be Manchester City, Liverpool, Chelsea, and Spurs to make top four. Like I think I think Manchester United and and Arsenal are are going to be fifth and sixth. That's just that's just my prediction right now. 
You know, no, I'll ignore that. Um, and <laughs> I think why Arsenal maybe have somewhat of a better chance. And I mean, I, I say that with a little asterisk next to it. Uh, we have nothing else to play for. Out of the FA Cup, League Cup's going to be wrapped up now. Um, we've got weeks on weeks to just literally prepare. So whilst we play against 11, and recently it's been against a few dubious referee decisions, um, I'd, I'd like yes. to believe that we we can push. What is that? <laughs> what I, is I, that? I was going to say now, <laughs> you, you're still starting every game with Granit Xhaka in your lineup. So that's yeah. immediately a disadvantage. It is. He's like probably one of the biggest ironies of it all because on his day when he just does what he needs to, then suddenly the team plays well. We we see Thomas Partey playing very well. But then the next game, he'll pull somebody's shirt and then he'll talk back and then he'll kick somebody over the like above the ball and then he's off and then he's such a cost. So I think he's uncertain about which granite wants to shop on the day and it's literally like a flip of a coin, I think. Um, but going back to what Jazz was saying, so Spurs have a very good squad, but like you were saying, it's down to a good system. So Liverpool City all have that good system. That's why they can swap out these guys and they can come in. And whilst I do agree with the fact that um, it's still a bit early in that rebuild phase, I think Conte has been at a high level before and he's worked with lesser squads to do better. Um, so I, I think Spurs will run it pretty close. Um, I think United are the agents of their own demise. <laughs> um, it feels yeah. like while you say Granit Xhaka is playing for us all the time, let's look at the £80 million pound elephant in the room that starts and holds the captain's armband. Yeah. Um, so whilst you have him, I think there's always a chance for other teams. And I say that after he used his head and he scored over the weekend. Um and then he but did yeah, that slide, looking looking at yeah, the crowd like, and turning his back, showing his name to the crowd. Yeah, like, what, what are you doing? Exactly the same when he was playing for England after he scored the data and then he was doing that thing like <laughs> all of the haters like, bro, you trash. <laughs> and okay, it's it's easy for me to say that I'm sitting here in Cape Town not doing anything. I, I play fives once a week. He's playing at the highest level. But, yeah, man, look, there's, there's certain things that, as a professional footballer, you should probably have. Um, but, yeah, I think all teams have a chance as long as Harry Maguire is starting. That's a bold claim, but I want to stick to it. Um, and, yeah, I think we had mentioned previously that it's about consistency. Riaz alluded to it again. It's literally just stringing those wins together. And it, it really doesn't need to be pretty. I think people have been... Um, Maybe like wolves been pulled over the eyes that you have to win the league or you have to qualify for these spots doing it very like attractively. I don't care. If you score a 90-minute winner, I'll be stressed, but my team will have three points. So at the end of the day, I'll I'll be happy and I'll I'll be there. So yeah, it's as as exciting as the, the top two race is, I think Riaz said it best. There's five teams going for the fourth spot, which is the Champions League spot. Although five and six gives you Europa, it's not the worst, but everybody wants the Tuesday, Wednesday football than the Thursday. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hella interesting going into this last few weeks, man.
And we need more players, so we need to qualify for the Champions League in order to get some players. <laughs> it's literally, that's the cycle, you know. You have to get the players, and then you have to get the football, but you need the football to get the players, and it just goes around like that the whole time. <laughs> yes, yes, I've got a question for you. If you guys make top four, you qualify for the Champions League, right? Antonio Conte says, okay, I'm going to stay here for the next five years, for example. Does Harry Kane sign an extension till the end of his career? Unfortunately, well, maybe not end of his career, but uh, he will probably resign. Um, I think that if Conte stays, Harry will stay. If Conte doesn't stay, I think Harry will leave. Um, either way, I'm okay with it because he was supposed to be gone already. So, you know, um, it's all good. It's uh, nice to still have him, though, I will say that much. Um, through gritty, gritty teeth, but um, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, the transfer. So it also depends on how much he really, be, he really believes in, in the project that, that we're going to be having. If uh, Levy backs Conte, if all, all of those things, so much things have to go right and wrong for him to stay or go. So um, uh, if Conte stays, I think he'll stay. If not, I think he will leave. Yeah, no, like I, I think if Levy doesn't back Conte, then he's out the door, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, he doesn't take any nonsense. I mean, even even though the, the players that he's backed with sometimes aren't the best, I mean, he won CDL with Matteo Damian and uh, Ashley Young as his fullbacks. Yeah, but now, but, but now he's playing Eddie Wings, which is 10 times worse, so it's a bit tough, <laughs> uh, you know. Uh, it's interesting to, to see how much game time Ryan Sessignan is getting, though. Not, not that I'm not happy about that. I, I think he's a he's a good young footballer, um, but it, it it is a bit bit weird that he's he's been getting as getting as much game time as as we he has. Really been. Have, we don't really have much uh, um, options on on that side. Regular uh, uh, has COVID, I think, so he's out. Um, oh, okay. Was was that the reason why he wasn't playing? Uh, yeah, yeah, he okay. was um, and the, and and Doherty plays there sometimes, but he's obviously a right right wing back. Um, so we don't actually, it's only Sessegnon that, that we have and Davis, unless they switch to a four at the back, which is, doesn't work out for us so far when he's played it this season. Um, yeah. So yeah. Cool. Um, before we wrap up, uh, there is a, a small uh, final coming up over the weekend called the League Cup final. Um, That's the yeah. last cup we <laughs> won, you know. <laughs> Um, it's between Liverpool and Chelsea. Uh, just going to go go around the panel over here, uh, get your guys' thoughts on who you think takes it away uh, come Sunday. Uh, Jason, I'll start with you. It's going to be interesting. I think Chelsea, whilst not playing very good football at the moment, they have this knack for finals. Um, they've shown recently, I think, literally just of winning Club World Cup they have that same momentum that they'd like to continue. Um, I do feel, however, that Liverpool might be a bit too strong for them. And I'm thinking of Liverpool 3-1. Interesting. That's me. Yeah, yeah much as it pains me to say it, I'll probably say Liverpool 2-0. It's based on current form. Yeah. Um, 2-0. I guess... I, I, I was actually expecting to be... I think I wasn't expecting to like be the only one to say this, but um, I think that Liverpool have to lose somewhere, and at some point, I think those losses will come in the Champions League and in the and and, and this one year on, on the weekend. Um, I don't think they'll lose in the league anytime soon. 
Um, so I think Chelsea, do no, do not Chelsea. Okay, yes. uh, I'm, I'm hoping for a, a nice little penalty shootout. Uh, Kepa Rizabalaga like being that. the hero once, once like again. You, you know that guy ordering managers to, to, to stay on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, so I'm expecting it to go to penalties. <laughs> and yeah, Chelsea, Chelsea lifting that trophy. Um, but yeah, it's like I'm, I'm excited for it. It's, it's been a while since we've, since we've had a, a nice entertaining final. So I'm hoping that's that's all it turns out to be. Um, but yeah, uh, any final words before you, uh, you guys uh, before I uh, wrap up? No, this is two weeks in a row for me, so we're on a streak officially. <laughs> ah, let's make it let's make it a hat trick next time. <laughs> Look, yeah, we were talking about consistency with the teams, but we have to upload the consistency from <laughs> us. <laughs> But yeah, that's all we have uh, for you guys today. It's episode 13 of the 343 podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sportycast. And yeah, show us some love. Like this video, the, like this video, uh, share it, uh, subscribe to our channel, share it with all your family all your friends. Um, yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate it uh, so much. And then with regards to our Spotify uh, podcast as well, give us a listen, download it a bit, uh, share it with, with all your mates as well. But yeah, thanks, Jason, Riaz, and Mubin. Always a pleasure having you guys on. Uh, I'm a 4 And yeah, I'll, I'll catch you guys next time. Cheers, man.